All right. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Living on the B-Side podcast. Thanks for listening or watching. Um, and as you all know, if you have listened to previous episodes, uh, and if you haven't, I'll just cover it again. My podcast is all about life and business from a different angle, and that angle is music. Uh, music has been a big part of my life since I was little, and it's like this red line that goes through my life and it has helped me in so many instances, um, good times and bad. And I just feel like this is an angle that no one's really covered yet. And is so important though. And many people probably take it for granted as well and don't realize how significant music can be. Hence this podcast, Living on the B-Side. Um, and every time in every episode, I'm inviting people that I believe have some amazing stories to tell, great angles to talk about. And obviously that is all about music. So this is what this podcast is all about. And in this episode, and I'm so super excited that she said yes, is Hilde. <laughs> Hello, Hilde. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, <laughs> nice to meet you here. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Um, thanks for having me. Oh, God, you're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you um, so much. Right, so Hilde. Um, Hilde is, is um, as I said, every person I have on this podcast is amazing, but I do feel Hilde is extra amazing because oh, wow. she... Um, does something that I kind of dreamed of doing as a teenager. And she's made her passion, her basically her job and her life. So just to give you a bit of a background, and then I get Hilda to fill in any blanks that I uh, might have missed out or are super important to mention. But Hilda is running a company, Rock Dream Agency. And in that company, she's looking after the International Fan Club of Gotthard, which is one of the best Swiss rock bands ever. I'm way biased, I have to say. Um, and she's also looking after some of merchandise and um, other promotional type of activities for, um, is it Mad Max, I think? And did I miss someone yeah, else? Correct. German band Mad Max. Mad Max, and, yeah. yeah. And I also do uh, the merchandise online and CDs for a picture which yep. uh, is uh, Dutch, the first Dutch metal band from the 80s, actually. So, And there's mm. more to come. Yay. And we're going to touch on that a little bit later, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that's sort of really in a nutshell what Hilda does. It doesn't sound like heaps, but I'll tell you one thing, that is more involved than just typing a few emails and sending some T-shirts out. Hilda's a very busy bee. And I'm sure she can tell us a little bit about what that involves um, shortly. But yeah, um, I've met Hilde through the Gotthard Fan Club. And ever since I got to know her backstory, I really thought I have to share this. So Hilde, maybe tell us a little bit about how you actually came to run, especially the Gotthard Fan Club, because that story in itself, I think, is gold. <laughs> well, well <laughs> I actually saw Gotthard for the first time on MTV back in 92. I, I remember correctly, it was the 31st of July 92. It's, it's a date just printed in my head and in my heart. Um, and it was a song with the song All I Care For, and it completely blew me away. The band blew me away, but Steve's voice um, 
was something I never heard before, I never felt before. And they came from Switzerland, my favorite country. So it <laughs> was picture perfect, you know, and it, uh, it sounded perfect. And I just knew, I just knew at that moment, I wanted to work for them. And the pieces of the puzzle started to fall into place. I mean, I was happy doing my job back at the time. And it's, I was a happy, happy camper, you know, I, I went to shows, I did everything I wanted, but I felt something, not that I was missing, because I didn't know I was missing it, but all of a sudden I saw like a future for myself. And, and I thought, okay, I, I just want to work for them and somehow meet them. And, and they inspired me so much. And I told everyone, I'm gonna work for them. I'm gonna work for them. I want to work for them. I say, hey, you're crazy. It's not gonna going to happen ever, you know? You're not even gonna meet them or whatever. So, but back in, in 1994, after seeing them a couple of times live, I went to Switzerland, met the management and Obviously, they, they thought, okay, she's crazy enough, let's, let's ask her. <laughs> and, and they asked me to, to start up the fan club back in Belgium at the time, mm -hmm. um, which made me super happy. And, and back then, it was just like just typing over or translating some stuff. And, but year after year it grew and then I moved to Holland and then, then I started Fan Club Benelux and then in 2008 after doing like 15 years of volunteer work with helping translating and doing reports and um, they asked me again but now to take over the international fan club and it was like yeah, a dream come true you know that's uh, that was my my big dream ever and then so that, yeah, I kind of fell into it. I didn't even have to ask for it. They, they asked me twice. So it's, um, it's still amazing. <laughs> Did you play a bit hard to get sort of when they asked you the first time? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said immediately, yes, <laughs> not going to, to let that go. So, yeah, uh, yeah. that's so amazing. That was, yeah. And I mean, that's sort of, you know, power of music that, just springs to life and makes you have this goal and this passion and you're just going to go yeah, for exactly. it. I mean, and, and the drive to, to go on and on and on and just one goal and, and that's okay. It may be like far away at the time. And if you look at it, 15 years is a long time that you're doing volunteer work, just hoping that one day you could take over everything. So let's mm -hmm. so never give up hope <laughs> yes i always say that there's always light at the end of the tunnel even if the tunnel is as long as the gutter tunnel so it's <laughs> <laughs> yes yes oh god yeah now that's that's amazing I, I love that um that story how you came to where you are now so totally amazing and obviously all i care for the song is hugely important I suppose yeah for sure because it, it changed my life it yeah. completely changed my life and and of course I've always been into music ever since I was five or six years old mm -hmm. um, music has been an important part of my life but when I heard Gotthard it's like yeah a new world opened mm -hmm. up yeah 
I do remember that time myself. <laughs> it, it really opened up a whole new world in Switzerland as well, I think, from where I was standing. Because um, apart from Crocos, we never really had anything like it. I, I don't remember that. Like, you know, but then they came along and it was like, oh, we actually do pretty awesome rock music, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but Crocus, I mean, when I was, let me think, 15, mm -hmm. I, I always went to Switzerland on holidays with, with my parents, you know, as, as a child, as a teenager. So I've always been into Swiss bands and, and Crocus was actually mm -hmm. the first band that was really like fan of Crocus. And when I was 15, we drove to Solothurn and I made my parents go around the whole city just to see if we, we could meet the band somehow. But of course, they weren't running around on the streets. So, <laughs> so actually, yep. I was a big Crocus fan, but nothing compared to what I felt with Gotthard. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's how strong the pull can be from a sort yep. of not just the music but the people who actually create the music itself i mean i always said that yeah. the, the artists that sometimes the artists don't know what they actually give us they might have an inkling they might have an idea but yeah they don't sometimes it's important so much yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it weighs on your life in, in a positive way so exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah and if yeah. you can use that and then make like an income out of that to support you in living your life, that's even mm -hmm. more amazing. So Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Now, obviously, um, it wasn't all sort of going so well. There obviously was a, a set point um, that shook everyone to the core, I think, when, unfortunately, Steve passed away. Yeah, um, I, I remember exactly where I was at that point exactly where it was and i think everybody does yeah if, if you still talk about that moment everybody knows everybody exactly does. what he was doing when steve died it's mm. uh, yeah it i mean that had a huge impact yeah as yeah. well and it still does and and yeah i still get emotional if if you yeah talking mm. about it it's uh yeah, yeah. And it's it's more than 10 years ago so yeah yeah, and it's yeah. also amazing to think how impactful his he was, his his charisma was. I mean, I've I've not known him personally, obviously. I've met him briefly, sort of in the live concert and stuff like that, but not obviously like you do on that level. But just losing that kind of creativity, that voice, and that charisma, yeah, it felt like a piece of your heart kind of went, even though you know. He wasn't my friend personally, but he was my friend through the music. Yeah, sure, sure. So and, I mean, yeah. That that was the kind of person he was. When you listened to his music, you kind of knew Steve and, and, and you felt connected to Steve. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think that's something that, in my opinion, no other musician ever did that you just felt so close, even not knowing them. I meet a lot of fans who never met Steve personally, mm. but they are so inspired by him and still, and, and mm. that's, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. And that's, I guess that for me kind of 
represents the whole music thing. There is so much more, there's so much more depth to music than a lot of people actually get. Yeah, yeah, sure. Not just being a musician, I mean, that's awesome if you can play an instrument, if you can write the music, but for a listener to, to, to be able to really dig that emotion and have different aspects of it and then help you yeah, in sure. your life as well. And I think yeah. just at that moment with, you know, losing, it's losing someone, it's like losing, yeah, it's, it, it really changes your life if you've known him or not. So how did yeah, that yeah. feel for you to go on? Was it hard or do you, what was that kind of like? Did, did the music help you? Like, did you listen to his music? I couldn't for a long time. And I still have hard times listening to it. Sometimes it, it it's okay and sometimes it's not. But at that time, I couldn't. I couldn't mm. just listen to it. But I think work took over at that moment mm -hmm. um, because... The band was unreachable at that time. So everybody was mailing me. Mm. And I think I got around a thousand mails a week. Wow. And I answered them all. Because I thought, yeah, those people were fans and, and not just the fans. I mean, I even had the, the girl who was in a video clip together with Steve mailing me because she needed to just tell about it and and, mm -hmm. and just talking about it I think helped us all mm -hmm. and in the end I think in a couple of weeks time we had 500 new fan club members although we communicated we will go on for now but we don't know what mm -hmm. the band will decide yeah. yeah so they might be paying for something that in the end we would say okay it's it will stop mm. uh, and, and yet they decided to to join the fan club so I can remember back then my mom still lived she came to help me just pack all those packages with welcome shirts and, and it, like it was wow. huge and until Christmas I think the second Christmas day 26th of December I took half a day off for the rest I was working like non-stop I think 14 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week, just to just to answer everyone, just to do the job, to yeah, mm -hmm. to do the bookkeeping, to send out all the packages, and 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 at that point you didn't you, you don't have time to think really. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to take the time to think, mm. thinking that I would break down, you know. So that's. Uh, yeah. And, and for the longest time, I mean, I think that the first point of, of light that came again was when, when Nick came, mm -hmm. that, or when I heard that it would go on at least. And, and although how difficult it was to not having Steve anymore, at least there was light again that the guys would continue. Because... Mm -hmm. When, when Steve died, it's not just a friend that dies or a mentor that dies. It's also an, that you think, okay, I might also lose my job. And back then, my daughter was a teenager. You have to take care. You have to pay the bills as well, you know? So it was on every aspect. It was difficult. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, it was, was a difficult time. Yeah. Yeah. 
And for those of you who don't know Gortad, you might have to go and really look him up and get a bit of the backstory so you get what we're kind of talking about here. But, yeah, I, I mean, if, it, I think if you want to say it like this, if you have a favourite artist or a favourite band and one of those people passes away, that's probably what we're talking about here. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember other sort of members from from bands passing away and that hit me too because I really enjoyed their music and for me just that, that creativity dying as well that was a huge I mean I'm dreading certain artists passing away because they're pushing like a certain age now <laughs> I'm like, oh, don't. Sure. but yeah you know it's just yeah because it's, yeah it's a tragic moment for sure um but then as you said we had light at the end of the tunnel so with Nick obviously coming on on board yes and, yeah um from where I'm sitting, halfway across the world, I love what he what he does with the boys. It's really amazing, and I enjoy the music as much as you know when Steve was was alive. Yeah, so it's, for a, me, that's it's fine. a little different Gautide, but it's still Gautide. It is. So my question to you is, what was the first song you've heard with Nick, and how did that sort of make you feel, and what kind of thoughts came to your head? Like, you know, what was that like? Um. I actually met him already before that on Hannah's wedding, but oh, they, they okay. introduced him to me like Kirsten's boyfriend, Kirsten from my colleague from the head office uh, um, with Cartart. Um, and I thought mm, if, if Kirsten would have had a boyfriend, she would have told me. So something <laughs> was off there. So <laughs> I thought, oh, he might be the new one. So, but it, it was Remember It's Me, the first song, of course, that, mm -hmm. uh, that the band released. And um, I knew it was going to come and I knew it would send out the, the message. And the day before I had... Uh, that we would announce I had a show with one of the bands I did the management from back then and I was home at four o'clock and Mark Lynn had told me yeah you have to be ready um, uh, to Skype uh, around eight o'clock um, I think it was so I was in bed at five o'clock getting up at seven again to be ready to and, and then he said okay I'm gonna send you the song I'm gonna call you back in five minutes just say what you think about it and before we we send out a message of course uh, to everyone and i started crying i really did and it was such an impact on me it, it was so many emotions and I, I immediately loved the song loved his voice loved his appearance and um Mark called me back after five minutes and all I could do was cry and he said, oh, but that's a good thing, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, that was, that was the start of Nick and uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, new chapter. New, new chapter, chapter got her yeah. 2.0 and, and, but still mm -hmm. got her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just love the fact that um, I always go on about this red line that sort of weaves itself through our life with music that we listen to and how involved we are, whatever we do. And yeah. also, I think sometimes fate um, looks up, like the universe looks after us. And mm -hmm. your story is really one of the best examples of, of how music, how wonderful music can be and what yeah, it can sure. give you, you know. And that's why I love listening to, to, to what you share and 
you know, I just think it, it's needed in this time because people probably think, oh, God, you know, I can't do anything. What can, I can't reach my dreams. I kind of think that's a little bit swearing. It's BS, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, I I hear so many people around me. Oh, I, I, I don't like my job and I wish I was retired so I could take some time for myself and do the stuff that I love to do. If you're not happy with what you're doing, try to change it. Maybe it won't work. It won't work the first time or the second time or the third time. But if you don't try, hmm. you never get anywhere. It's, mm. it's, if you have a dream, go for it. Start working mm -hmm. on it next to your own job. I mean, I did it for 15 years. Every mm. free moment yeah. went, went to the band. And then I think, yeah, exactly. Fate takes over at some point. If, if the universe says, okay, you're meant to be this or that. It, yeah. yeah. You get there, but don't ever... Yeah, you need to, be, we always say you need to believe. You need to believe in what you can do, what you can accomplish. Uh, you, you need to just push and push mm -hmm. and push and keep going. And if you yeah. want something, go after it, not just sit on the couch and complain about it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't help you. It makes you negative and, and you mm -hmm. need to be in a positive mood. Yeah. Yeah. And I always say, if you're not feeling uh, feeling it at the moment, just put a really good record on or go on Spotify these days, I suppose. If people really know what records still are. <laughs> I Unfortunately, that time is, is uh, behind us, I think, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. go on Spotify then. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, get iTunes. So. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen, YouTube, whatever. But, you know, just put yeah, sure. on that uplifts you and then have a day to winch. That's fine. But then use the music to sure. advantage and, and keep going. That's Yeah, sure. I have negative days as well. And certainly right. now. And then sometimes it weighs more than other times that I can't see my friends and, and my colleagues and my daughter. And Mm. But yeah, I just exactly just put on some music or just a day in bed with a book or something and the next yeah. day get up again and, and go for it again because mm. it doesn't make any sense if you keep on yeah. just drowning yourself in, into misery because that, that won't help That's you ever. Mm. Yeah. One thing I used to do, and I used to love doing that, and I don't know, that might just be sort of a side idea for people who have too much time on their hands, but... I used to take um, my favorite songs and I, I translated them from English into German. So I was learning English okay. at the same time. Okay. And that's, you know, so you can listen to the song, you translate it, you, you learn a new language and boom, you know, great, great, not time waste, but great, great way to spend your time. That's exactly great. I mean, you know? I, I used to do that in the past. I mean, and, the, the only magazines writing about rock back in the days when I was a teenager, it was like German magazines. So yeah, you learn German just by reading it and maybe not perfectly, but what you can understand. And when I when I met Gotthard, I, I started immediately, I started a course in Italian just to know the basics. Okay, they come from Ticino. I need to know what they're talking about. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> so how many lang languages do you sort of speak at the moment? Like Italian is basic and then and, and French is basic and um yeah mm. for the I don't know, yeah, English and, and German and okay, yeah and, and, and Dutch, yeah, and, and Flemish, which is not quite the same as Dutch, but mm. uh well, that's yeah, what we yeah. always say about Swiss German and German. It's not exactly exactly. It's a bit so like that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have friends that from Germany, and I ask, "Do you understand the, the Swiss people?" No, we don't. <laughs> it's like exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Again, if you think about it, that's the influence music has. We learned different languages. We learned, you know, we did things we probably never thought we would do, and that's again is the power of music. And yeah, yeah sure. It's. I keep coming back to that because I find that so, so, so fascinating. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, obviously, um, you're very busy again with all the things that you do. Um, you've not just got Gotart now, you've got um, other things you do for other bands. Um, yeah. If you had, and this, yeah, if you had any sort of tips or advice, and I mean, you've mentioned that before, so you might cover that again, but I'm just going to ask you anyway. If there's someone out there who really wants to work in any aspect of the music industry, which obviously has changed a hell of a lot since we both were teenagers, yeah, sure. I assume, yeah, so yeah. that's not the same. What would you tell them? What What do you think is the biggest thing to have? I have an idea what you might say, but I'm curious to hear it. Huh, it depends in, in what... Yeah, do you want to do management? Do you want to do promotion? Do you, do you want to do like fan club, which is also like promotion, actually? Mm -hmm. It depends a bit. I mean, you need to communicate. Mm -hmm. um, you need to listen to people. You need to work in a team. Uh, you need to be able to talk to a lot of people and keep your mouth shut for a long while sometimes because there's things that... Are discussed that we can't yeah, go public with mm -hmm. yet uh, sometimes so um, it's either like with the fan club you have contact with everyone you have contact with the fans which is great because you can talk about the music you love mm -hmm. you all of um, you, you have to talk to the management, to the personal manager, you have to talk to the business people, you have to talk to the band itself. And it's like on so many levels, but I think the most thing is just if you want to do that, just go for it. Try if you can find somewhere who where you can do some volunteer work and see if that fits you. And I think it's in, in, in every job the case if you want mm. to do something just go out there and see if it's really something for you and if you want to do the hours because I think if you go into the music business it's not a nine to five job and a lot of people see it as something really romantic oh I can be with the band and I can be backstage and, which is great of course but you do have a job to do mm -hmm. and um, it's not that you're home uh, maybe in the weekend. I mean, now you are, of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, but it's sometimes it, it's long hours, you know, and you have to be ready for that and, and 
you know, I've people in, in the beginning also, I had a, a girl from Spain, I think she was, she said, oh, okay, I want to do the fan club as well in, in, in for Spain. And I said, okay, let's keep in contact as many people as, as yeah, that want to spread the word, the more the better, you know, and, and but then, yeah, she, then there's so much to do, but it's just not writing texts or, or, or whatever. There's so many aspects. It's administration, it's yeah. management and everything in between, it's promotion. So you have to see if you're willing to do all the hours, but yeah. that's why I say, just try, do some volunteer work here or there where you can and see if it's something for you and, and try to grow and, and learn. Yeah every time learn a bit from the people around you and, and it's like yeah, yeah open up to everything they're saying and just try to find your own way into it yeah. and never forget to listen to music as well while you do it <laughs> sure so I, you know, if I you don't love music i don't know is, is that the right fit anyway yeah i see what yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah. yeah i mean and, and then I sometimes think, okay, I, there's so many great new artists and then I have to listen to them. And sometimes I'm a bit in my own bubble, you know, the musicians you work with, like you know everything about it. So you listen to all the songs and all the ins and outs. And and sometimes I forget to listen to to what's new there, what's uh, mm. what other bands there are there. So, mm. yeah. 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 So basically try it out, see if it fits, if not, try something else and just have a bit of yeah, sure. I that mean, passion and grit to just keep going. Keep going and then yeah. see what, what fits for you and, and learn from everybody that you can learn in the business mm. and, and read articles and, and not just focus on one aspect of the job and, and, and just see, yeah, I mean, when, when I was... I think beginning of my 20s, I had a good friend and we said, okay, we, we're going to conquer the world. He was going to be the musician and I was going to do the management and the promotion, you know, back then those, uh, <laughs> those things. And so, yeah, you start, learn something about music itself, learn about the business, learn mm -hmm. about every aspect of it and see what fits you and then just, mm -hmm. just go on. Yeah, yeah. And look for that light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. There's always light at the end. Of the there's tunnel. always a, there's always if, a light if you, somewhere. If you're healthy, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. I think. Yes, that's a that, huge one. That's the main thing. And if but if you're healthy, you can work your way out of things that you're not happy with, and you can mm -hmm. just go on. And and if it doesn't, yeah, if, if one thing doesn't work go to the next thing and try 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 i try try yes yeah <laughs> okay now i always um have one question i ask um each guest when they come on before we just close out and that is if you would have to describe your life and or your business with one song which one would that be and why okay um that's a song by Matt Max, that's Ladies and Gentlemen, uh, because it's a song that actually um, covers, I think, my life and, and the business as well. That's actually the basic thing why Rock Dreams is there, 
I mean, yeah. Rock Dreams came first and then came Ladies and Gentlemen, or more or less at the same time, I think. They were working on that. Um, it's a song about how you should work together, everybody in this world, to move forward, to, ha to help each other, just be social and be there for each other. And I think even it, it was written before all the, the Corona stuff happened, but it's, it's like even more valuable now that you need to be there for the people next to you, that you have to help each other, that it's not enough to just be, yeah, focused on work, but you have to see what's, what's happening around you and, and help the people who can't. Uh, who need help and, and it's through nations and generations that you have to be there for one another enable to to make a better world to create a better world uh -huh. and i think i've always privately wanted to help everybody around me and that's also the thing with rock dreams okay it's my job and i pay my bills from it but the main reason is is to on the one hand, work with musicians that I love, people that inspire me, mm -hmm. but also to bring the fans to the band to make their dreams come true. And I think mm -hmm. that's why, ladies and gentlemen, is like, yeah, for me, the, the perfect song, the, the social song, you know, the, the helping song. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Love it. I did have a listen to it. Because okay. I've never heard it before. And, okay, um, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it's, it. I really enjoyed it's, it. Uh, it's actually a rock song, but the uh, the chorus, the refrain is, is with the children's choir mm -hmm. in, yes. in German. The rest is in English. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, yeah. It stands yeah. For, for a lot of things nowadays, I think. And then... Mm says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's do the best we can. The world is set on fire. So it's like, now yeah. is the point to act, to do something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We have to come together now and, and, and yeah, really try exactly. our best, you know. Um, yeah. No matter how old you are, there's always something you can do. So Yeah, sure, you know. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's why I really liked it. I watched it on YouTube with the video, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a great song. So, yeah. I mean, and very and with, timely with a message, and I like mm -hmm. songs with a message. Yes, yeah, I, I totally agree. If you have a, a really good message in a song, it it's awesome or even good lyrics that can have a message. yeah sure and it can you be know? different for everyone what you what you see in it or what you feel in it uh, i mean right. it can be the same song but you can interpret it differently than i would yeah. and and that's that's also the power of of a song and of lyrics it's uh, it can be something to hold on to you know you can oh you relate to it and and Okay, mm -hmm. yeah, they have it too. Okay, you maybe have a problem and, and it's discussed in the song or you feel like it's being discussed in the song and mm -hmm. you get something to hold on to. Yeah. Exactly right. And that's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm really trying to sort of just fit the message and say, just dig the music a bit more. You know, there's always something that can help you in some shape yeah, or form. Yeah, sure, sure. You know, if it's just the sound, if it's the lyrics, if it's the voice or everything together. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 
that sometimes it's not even the lyrics but but the song or the vocal melody or it's exactly. something to grasp to it's uh, that's yeah. right yeah perfect what a great sort of way to end our chat here <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, no, thank you so much. I, I really loved um, our conversation. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been an yeah. honor. It's been so nice talking to you. I could go on for hours. <laughs> I know, I could have asked you so many more questions, but then I would. I sort of thought to myself, oh, this is getting a bit too fangirly now. You've got to stop and play it a bit more cool here. <laughs> so maybe another time when we meet in yeah, person. Yeah, sure, sure. Just call, it's okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for now, um, thanks so much for being on. I'll obviously put all your details um, where I can put them. And um, yes, uh, I love the message and everything you've shared. And I'm sure that, that at least one person will get something huge out of it. I hope so. I hope so. Certain of it. And yes, keep doing what you do. You do an amazing job. And thank you for doing it too. Yeah, thank you for doing this, and uh, you're doing an amazing job as well. So I, <laughs> I follow you as well. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's awesome. Um, yes, yeah, so we'll close it off here. And um, anyone who's watching or listening, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, as usual, for me or for Hilde, contact me or Hilde directly. Um, and you know, Hilda's really good at getting back to you. That's obviously one of her core things, and that's what we all appreciate in the Gotthard Fan Club. I'm talking German now. And yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for another episode of the Living on the B Side podcast. Tune in next time. And until then, as I always say, rock on, and I'll talk and see you next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>